What's up, everybody? It's Sean from the Listen In Podcast. We are back again with another episode of 10 Minutes or Less, where we are recapping the newest episode of HBO's Vinyl. Uh, This is episode 8, entitled EAB. Uh, So this episode kicks off with a really cool montage of Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Uh, So you have Richie, Zach, and that other dude with the mustache, who I can't remember his name, but they're walking into the bank to get a loan for American Century, because if you recall, last week they sold the airplane, Richie gambled away all the money like an asshole, and blamed it on Zach. So Zach is feeling like it was his fault, they're trying to get a loan at the bank. But, like any good loan officer would do, they deny giving them the loan because they don't have any collateral, they don't have any money. Um, Actually, interesting side note, the loan officer in this episode is the asshole lawyer from The Wire, uh, who was Marlo's lawyer. So for any Wire fans out there, your boy makes a quick cameo in this episode. But basically, they don't get the loan. They're screwed. Richie doesn't know what's up. So they end up leaving. Richie has an all-time quote for uh, justifying him doing drugs. He's like, who's holding right now? I need a bump. And they're like, are you serious? We're in the middle of the street. And he goes, guys, not, not abuse, use. Drug use, not abuse. There's a difference there. So Richie, with the all-time justification for him doing coke, in the middle of the day, in the street of New York City. So just a funny quote right there. Uh, So basically, American Century is in shambles. They don't have any money. And also, uh, I think American Century has the all-time most dysfunctional workplace. Um, So your boy Hal, who is just kind of incompetent, is trying to come up with uh, a launch plan for the new label, Alibi Records, that Richie is trying to launch for American Century. He ends up getting fired, and in the process, he ends up putting a uh, a devil's curse on the entire office while, like, smashing records while he's shit-faced. This just seems to be a, a daily occurrence at American Century. Just, you know, devil curses, smashed records, people using and abusing drugs. This is just par for the course at this point. So, I mean, don't say that it's not a fun place to work at because it, I mean, you know, there's always something going on. So American Century, they're pretty much in shambles. Um, so we go back to the nasty bits in this episode. They're, they're a focus, which is good because they continue to be the best part of this show in general. Um, so basically they're recording their album or, or they're recording their, their demo or whatever they're doing. And Richie says, you guys need a new song. Uh, you're opening for the New York Dolls in a month. You don't have enough material. You need to bring it with something. Uh, So basically what ends up happening is Lester teaches the band the the chords that make up the blues. And he says that this is a framework or a skeleton that you can build any song off of and just work at it from there, which which comes from the title of the episode, EAB. Those are the chords he's talking about that you can make a blues song off of or really make any song off of. Um, So he ends up playing just a bunch of different blues songs in the studio for the Nasty Bits to show them how this actually works. Um, And it really highlights how much talent Lester actually has and how much knowledge he has about music and writing songs. And it highlights how sad his story actually is. Like, this guy clearly has a ton of talent that has just been wasted because of the issue with his voice and, and his throat, which is 
kind of Richie's fault by not bringing him along onto American Century when he started that label. So kind of just another nail in Richie's coffin of being a terrible person, um, you know, screwing over Lester. But what ends up happening is Lester teaches the Nasty Bits how to play the original blues song that he had written years ago. And they actually turn this into like a punk infused blues bluesy version of, of his song, which is really awesome. And there's a cool montage at the end that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, but basically, the the main storyline in this episode is Richie trying to get money for, for American Century. So once the loan doesn't work out, he ends up going to um, Corrado, the kind of the, the gangster, the the mafia archetype in this episode to get a loan. Uh, so things aren't really looking good. They're already kind of putting some demands on him to share office space with um, that other dude from that Richie used to work with. So things are off to a rocky start already, but they do end up getting the money. So at least they're they're okay for for um, the time being. But as Richie is leaving uh, this business deal with Corrado to get the money, the cops who have been kind of trying to to nail him for the murder of Buck Rogers are like, hey, Richie, come with us. We're going to have a talk. So they end up bringing Richie into the police station, um, and they're just kind of working him because they, they have had his office bugged. They know exactly what he's up to and what his involvement in this Buck Rogers murder was. Uh, so he, Richie's playing it cool, but then they bring out the tape of all the conversations he had in the office, and Richie's like, fuck, I'm done, I'm screwed. So Richie ends up getting arrested at the end of this episode, which is interesting to compare to what is going on with Devin. So Devin is at the Chelsea Hotel. Uh, she's with her friend Ingrid. She's got the kids there, and she's just trying to make it work as a mom and as this kind of bohemian artist at the same time. Uh, so she ends up going to... A club called Max's Kansas City in New York City, which is a, a famous club. And while she's there, she notices this photographer trying to get some shots of John Lennon and Yoko Ono, who are actually in the club. Um, so she ends up using her charm and kind of her wherewithal to get some pictures of John Lennon and Yoko Ono. And she seems to be figuring out how to maneuver her way in this world without Richie, which is really interesting and cool to see and there might be a relationship forming between her and this photographer who she met at Max's Kansas City so we'll see where that goes it's just interesting to to see the dichotomy between Richie who keeps falling further and further into this hole that he's dug himself into and then Devin who once she gets away from Richie she seems to be a little bit happier she seems to be embracing this uh like I said this bohemian lifestyle that she's living um, so another quick uh, note is that Zach has signed that guy he met at the bat mitzvah who he saw performing. Uh, he wants to turn him into like this David Bowie type of character. Um, so he has brought him on to American Century. So like I said earlier, there's a cool montage at the end of Richie in jail and getting arrested. And the nasty bits playing that song that Lester showed to them and and, and taught them. Uh, while this is also happening, there's another montage where Clark, who has been demoted to the mailroom, uh, he's he's finally made friends with the guy he works with in the mailroom, and he's like, "Hey, I, I go to this club. They play music all night. Um, you know, maybe you come by." 
So basically what ends up happening is Clark goes to this club. You know, he's like a fish out of water. He clearly is an outsider here. I mean, it's it's, it's a black club. They're playing um, like DJ sampled music. It's, it's kind of the early formation um, of that. And, he, you know, he's clearly out of place here. But Clark is continuing to kind of scrap his way up from the mailroom and back to his original position um, of finding bands and finding talent. So it's interesting to note that this DJ who is playing at this club that Clark was at is the same guy who was playing earlier on in the season at the housing project that Lester worked at. Uh, So Richie already kind of had an ear for this guy, and he's like, hey, what was this music? And it never really went anywhere. But I think what's going to end up happening is Clark is going to discover this guy. He's going to bring him to Richie, and Clark's going to get back into the good graces at American Century. Um, So overall, this is actually a really good episode because I think it highlighted a lot of the music industry stuff that I really appreciate about this show. Like I said, the nasty bits and seeing how they work in the studio was one of the best parts of this, along with Clark kind of getting into the underground uh, club scene in the early DJing and sampling so we'll see where this ends up going there's only two episodes left this season um you know I I gotta be honest I really don't care about this Richie murder story like he's in jail fine keep him there because maybe we'll get more camera time for Lester and in the nasty bits in some of these other more interesting secondary characters rather than Richie so we'll see what ends up happening Um, but I'll be back next week with the recap of the penultimate episode. So let me know what you thought. Um, You can tweet at us at level4 underscore media on Twitter. Uh, You can also follow along at level4media.net. We'll have some great content coming for you this week. So with that being said, I will see you next week. Bye.